Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Welcome to the very first inaugural episode of The Kingdom Says Podcast, a brand new Chiefs podcast coming out of the Say It Again Network. My name is Garrett Williams. I am your host. Joining me is my co-host, Kyle Henning. Kyle, how are you doing? I am doing well, Garrett. It's nice to be with you today on this uh, first episode of The Kingdom Says. And excited to get it started and excited to see what's in the store for us going forward in uh, week well. Week 17 is going to be a little boring, but going forward from that point, uh, where the where the team goes and where this goes, so looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Follow us on Twitter at the kingdom at what's the at Kingdom Says Pod. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me let me double. I know, I know, we're being ridiculous. It's the first one. Bear with <laughs> first us, episode. Folks. Come on. Let me double check and make sure we got all of our. I don't want to. I don't want to give you guys the false information category in the first pod set, podcast. The at is Kingdom Says Pod. Kingdom no Says the, Pod on no Twitter. The, no the ladies no and gentlemen, the. just Kingdom Says Pod. And then you can find our personal Twitters at Garrett Seven Twenty and at KT Hen Sixteen. Got that right? Yes, you did. All right, so let's talk some Chiefs. Let's let's just get right into it. What we're all here for. Let's talk about the Chiefs. Yeah, that game was, well, that game was a game that we kind of needed and kind of didn't, and they played like we kind of needed and kind of didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a wake-up call game against, you know, the Falcons who, I mean, their record, I think they're a lot better than their record, obviously. but They're much better than their record. They've let's, lost let, a lot of... Get that out of the way early. Games. I don't even want to have the... I don't want to have to rehash this 47 times yeah. through the podcast. The Falcons are not a 4-11 team, ladies no. and gentlemen. That offense is really good. Surprisingly now, good. Yeah. Now, I understand no Julio. No I Julio. get that. I, get, I understand all that. I get that. They also have Todd Gurley. They have Hooper. They have Calvin Ridley, and they still have Matt Ryan. And you can say whatever the heck you want about Matt Ryan. That dude has a potential Hall of Fame com- argument to be had. Yeah, I mean, he was an MVP game. just, what, two, two, three years ago? They should have won Brady? a Super Bowl if Kyle Shanahan wouldn't have gone into turtle mode. Well, he's been known to do that in Super Bowls, apparently. Oh, what do we know about that? Uh, actually, we can't hang that last one. They didn't go turtle mode. Jimmy G missed a touchdown. He did miss that <laughs> touchdown. But yeah, it was an interesting game. The defense was definitely the highlight of the game, and they played very well versus that Falcons offense, only giving up that, 14 points. That defense, everybody's been maligning that defense because they've given up points. Guys, the offenses that they've played aren't exactly bumps. Yeah. I mean, they're 8 0 on the road, and if, if I saw the, if you go by Pro Football Talk's power rankings, which 
we'll get into that here in a minute. Um, they've beat like four of the top ten teams, and all of them are on the road. Or five of the top ten teams, and all of them are on the road, including yeah. the uh, number one Buffalo Bills, Mike Florio. Yeah, they've played a lot of playoff caliber teams this season, and you know, early on, obviously, they weren't the hottest, and they you know had some growing pains with a bunch of rookies. But now, I mean, the rookies are like the highlight of the defense. Like, Legarius Sneed is steal of draft, and, and if you've if you've listened to eight ten at all over at and and some of you may have, some of you do, some of you probably don't. If you're not from the Chiefs or from the Kansas City area, I, I encourage you tune in radio. Sports Radio 810, they are Chiefs coverage from basically sunup to 6 p.m. And later than that, if you're neighborhood friendly, Josh Briscoe is on there. Almost everything, almost entirely sports at night. They don't get as much right now because all the sports came back at once and it's kind of occupied their airtime. But, hey, I mean, if you want coverage of your Chiefs that's local, uh, 810 is fantastic. 610 is good, too. Cody Tapp <laughs> over at 610. I believe Carrington is over there. C. Dot Harrison is over there. But if you want coverage, those are the places to get it. It's local, and you can tune in from anywhere with that with the newfangled internet radio. For those of you who are not familiar, so I would uh, I would check that out. But like I said, they, they've been talking about this for a little while now with that defense and with Snead. If he was a first or second round pick. We'd be having conversations about defensive rookie of the year, and if he didn't miss, yeah, if he didn't four miss games. The, the middle of the season, yeah, he would have definitely been in the conversation for player of the year because he had a what he had a sack, a sack this game, a couple of tackles. I mean, he just he he's was had all a over sack. the field. He had a sack and a pick in a, in the game of like he's yeah, been last week. Forced, yeah, They've him been... and Willie Gay combined for a forced fumble earlier the, or in this game against yeah. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have got I look, man, I understand Spags and. The and the bin and the, and the, I only trust her and I get the rookie thing and I get all the all the narratives everybody's heard about why Spags doesn't play him more. Willie Gay, yeah. Uh, at this point, I'm with Verderam on this one. I don't care what you're worried about. Play him. Yeah. And we're gonna get to see him in. Well, I say that we better get to see we him. Might get to see him in a we more ha- prominent role. And <laughs> we 17. better get. To, I. There's not another reason to have this game other than to get guys experience and him covering Austin Eckler and, and these, and these other running backs for um, the chargers out of the backfield who they use a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's he, fast. He's, he's got he's, coverage. Ability. He's got to, he's got to get that, those reps and he's got to get this, he's got to get the reps. We've I mean, to be honest, I wasn't going too displeased with how the linebackers played uh, versus the Falcons. I mean, when B- Ben Neiman went out, B- Willie Gay and Darius Harris, I feel like they played really good. I mean, I Darius don't know. Darius Harris got more snaps and played and played the majority yeah. of the, of the snaps at linebacker. Now, he was everybody the, uh, will tell you why yeah. he's the replacement for Anthony Hitchens in base and for well, he's Neiman's replacement for yeah, Anthony the, Hitchens in the base. Yeah, and then in dime uh, and nickel, just, he's the, the middle guy. I, I understand all that, but some point and i know they're trying to probably keep willie to, to just learning certain positions like they did with shervarius early on like they did with fenton early on like they did like they're yeah. doing with although legarius has been forced to learn yeah he's now inside, inside and the outside been, yeah he can play we're, all we're gonna now, which is crazy we're gonna talk a lot about legarius so yeah. big big we'll legarius fans on this show we like legarius need a lot <laughs> 
we'll get to that here in a minute because we're going to talk about Legarius even more on that front. But it's it's just been a rookie dominated. Ter- <laughs> yeah, Tershawn looked at the D line and Tershawn Wharton, undrafted free agent out Mike of Dana. a D two school, and then yeah, Mike Dana of course as well. But Tershawn Wharton hasn't played lights out this season. The, I mean, he's the only a starting role basically now. Yeah, the only guy we haven't seen. Pretty much in this entire draft, from this entire draft class. Bopey Keys. And he was the one I was the most confused by when they drafted him. Well, I mean, I I think it was more of just a depth thing. I don't know if he'll ever really pan out for us in the long term, but I mean, I guess for depth, he's good to have. But depth for who? What? Where? Well, I think... I think this year, with COVID especially, I think they're definitely anticipating having more cases that's the only reason. I guess, with, I guess he played a little bit when Breland was suspended early and yeah. then Sneed got hurt. So we did see him. I mean, there's definitely a, I think the Chiefs were really focusing on depth this year, especially because they had like four tight ends on the roster the whole season, four running backs on the roster the whole season. I feel, I feel like it was kind of one of those things where they were just setting up they, for people to be. They to did be the call ups where they just had an enumerous amount of offensive linemen on yeah, the, on the had a bunch of day roster. Yeah, just exactly. So many guys. And, and that's the unit where depth's been the most key. And, We'll get to we'll get to a lot of that when we talk about the offense, but yeah. Um, so on the Sneed front, man, I he's he's you know who role whose role he's playing at this point? Who? Kendall Fuller. He does have a very Kendall Fuller esque play to him. I mean, he's not really playing the uh, the deep safety role that Kendall Fuller Kendall Fuller was at the end of his I'm time. I'm not talking about late in the year for Kendall. I'm talking about that early to mid season role when they didn't have to make Matthew that and put him up because they're they're blitzing him and he's getting home. Yeah, and, he, and he's also covering guys like he's he's doing all those things that Fuller did that no one really talked about last year that we all thought were going to be kind of a large loss when he left. That is true because there was a lot of like a lot of people who knew, you know what they were looking for in Fuller last season. They really saw all the, like the little things that he was doing in his game where like he was just being used all over the field for a lot of different tasks. Yeah, so him and Honey Badger something... were Swiss Army or I'm sorry, we're going to call him by the name that he's given himself, the landlord. The landlord. Yeah. Uh between landlord and and Kendall Fuller last year, they were all over the yeah, defense. Yeah, they were and, very all over. And I think Kendall helped quite a bit with Juan, which is why we may have seen a little bit in what we've seen with Juan, where they've lost a little bit of trust. And you've seen more Sorensen. Yeah. I still don't love that. I would still much rather see Juan on the field. I don't hate it to be honest. I mean, I, I to be honest, okay, here's why. How we'll quickly get onto that. Uh, Juan Thornhill unfortunately hasn't been playing great this season. And maybe it's because of his torn ACL he's still recovering from. I know Tyron Matthews yep. even come out and said, yep. you know, that it affected him for a long time afterwards. So you can't really blame months, him. Two years to get fully, fully right for yeah, Tyron you can't is what blame, he said. You can't blame Juan Thornhill for not playing up to the caliber that he was last season no. in his rookie year. But the fact of the matter is, is he's not playing as well. And he's not, he doesn't have his full step back yet. And I think it's also- Dan Sorensen... As you know, I feel like Dan Sorensen is an important person to have on the field. Uh, if they're not people... putting him on like tight ends and stuff, you know. <laughs> you mean if he's playing linebacker and not safety? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. No, but he's been playing safety. Well, yeah, but they shouldn't be playing him at safety. They should play him no. in the box or lined so up against someone Thornhill, in like the, a, in the I, flat. I, you know? I agree, but the thing is, they don't have anybody else to play safety. Well, because it's Sorensen or Thornhill at safety. 
Yeah. And and you only got so many slots in the backfield before you're taking other spots off the field and you don't have enough. So and you look like the Packers playing three and three and eight and it, or three, seven and one. And it's just no. no. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely Thornhill's thing is everybody forgets he tore his ACL in week 17. Yeah, week 17. So, I mean, there was not there's not a we big are, expectation for him to even. We are now at month 12. We yeah, are just year. now at a year. Okay. I did not tear my ACL, but I dislocated my kneecap like Mahomes did. Yeah. Except for the part where I didn't have a world class medical staff to bring me instantly back and take care of things immediately. Just pop it right I couldn't you. walk for like six months, guys. Like knee injuries are awful. Yeah. And they're really hard. Like you don't trust, like you can, I, I still can walk up until about three or four months ago. I could still walk around a corner and just turn a little bit. And that, and my knee would just give like, it would just not, there's just not the stability in it. Like you're used to. Yeah. I mean, knee injuries now, are now playing NFL game doing that. Yeah, exactly. And having to, you know, cover the whole deep part of the field too. It's not like he has, you know, an uh, easier job. Where he's not running <laughs> as much, you know, but like he's, he is literally just he's the, playing the midfield. Yeah, he's center soccer, fielder. He's, he's, he's a center he's fielder. All over, yeah, like so. I don't know. It's definitely a tough situation. Right. So it, we're just now at the twelve month mark. I think everybody needs to calm down a little bit on the one train of like rest. where he's at, where he is. He's he's just now at twelve months from his knee. Yeah, that's I think a lot. This and this, I think that's uh, why you've seen that. Why they've done the way they handled him the way they have. I don't think that it has anything. And I, Dirty Dan is Dirty Dan and. I I will I like Briscoe's. He's a smart player. He will make forty six what or two or three. What put my hand on your head? What are you doing? I don't understand what just happened. Plays, but hey, when it's time to salt the game away, you know who's gonna get the pick. I mean, he does get. He is pretty clutch. But honestly, in my assessment, Dory Dan's a pretty smart player to have on the field just because he's so experienced. And you know, there's not a lot of experience on that side of the ball with a lot of young guys back there. So I mean. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you can find, if you can use Dirty Dan right, I think put him on the field. You know, I mean, there's Again, a lot of DBs to put on the field that I, should live up to the talent. So it's kind of a. I don't have a problem with him being there. I just can't. We can't. He cannot be put in the sum of the situations. Yeah, he can't be. He can't be lining up year. in cover one, being the. You're not either. covering Darren Waller one on one with freaking Daniel Sorensen. No. It's not happening. You have a better chance of covering Darren Waller one on one with Willie Gay than you have with Daniel Sorens. It's probably true, yeah. Period. Like, I, I'm not here to doubt Spags, and we're, I mean, we're nitpicking. But yeah, this really is nitpicking Lord. because I mean they only allowed 14 points in the end, so it's like you know. No, they, they and that's and I don't want this to turn into that because they've been yeah they've been a good portion of the reason we've won several games. Everybody's like, oh, they let oh, the yeah. teams crawl back in late in game. No, guys, the defense guys, has been go, holding this season. Go watch those games. They were net in several of those games where they were one score per games. They were a couple point games. They were also never had the ball to actually tie or take the lead in those games after the third quarter. Yeah. The defense has been playing you, really well this you season. You can sell me all you want that they well they let teams get too close. Well, if the team scores with five seconds left on the clock to cut a ten point lead to three, yeah, it's like, or a nine cares? point lead to two, I don't I don't care. That's why this whole game. this whole narrative like the Chiefs have won you know seven games in a row by only 
three points or whatever, or six points, which is like an NFL record. They won record. the Buccaneers like, game in the first quarter. I know, like that game was way over. Like a lot of these <laughs> games are like the Saints game. Honestly, the, the score doesn't reflect it, but we dominated. The Taysom Saints. Hill at quarterback. I, <laughs> I there. Sean Payton can sell anybody he wants that that was worth sixteen million dollars as a backup quarterback. But I would have, if I'm a Saints fan, rather seen that team play against the Chiefs with Jameis Winston. I don't know. I mean, I at tough. least you know he's keeping both teams. I, I, it was the same narrative last year, and the same thing with Jameis this year. At least he's keeping both teams in the game, even if, like, yeah. what's the? You might as well get in a shootout with him because you're not usually you're not going to beat him in playing defense. Yeah, and Drew Brees. I mean, first game back, it was. He was not obviously not fully a hundred percent, so it was just. I felt so I bad for Drew. Like I don't know. I know that they put him out there, and I know oh uh, he was healthy. Come on, y'all. He was not healthy. Yeah, the man had like five broken ribs or something. Eleven. Shit. Eleven. He broke eleven ribs three weeks before that. Yeah. I don't care how much your body heals quickly. First of all, he's like forty-one. Yeah. He's Secondly, he broke eleven ribs. If you mean to tell me you think he was a hundred percent in that game, I don't. I don't know what to tell you guys because there's no way. There's no way. Yep. But either way, I mean, defense stepped up and you know they let I, let some scores. This in Falcons at the end, game, but... the Falcons game, tells me everything I need to know about this defense right yeah, now. Yeah, they They're are confident. Very confident. That pass now. Oh, the everybody. Well, starters. Everybody's missing starters. Yeah. Everybody's got people alignment line issues and and it, people out and injured. And Falcon center though, it did, just, did fuck up a lot of times. Yeah, so he was, he, he was did not, have a rough game. He's not having fun. But they nobody has fun when Chris Jones is the one staring yeah, on down the, the, the other side of you. And, and Tershawn Wharton, you know the, the dreaded Tur- one-two punch. All right, all right, and and we'll we'll get into this when we break down the Chargers thing. But at Turk. Turk's been just an animal. Like that dude made a tackle on Calvin Ridley, like thirty-five yeah. yards downfield. That was wild. He was just—he does that a lot. Yeah, he is—he's—he's he's freaky athletic. Yeah, he's gonna have a very long career in the NFL. I feel like I hope it's with us for the whole time. He's got a—he's got—he only has like one and a half pass rush moves, but he's a rookie. Yeah, and I mean he's really Those athletic. Will develop, so like, hopefully, he's got but that good dude burst, you know? is insanely athletic he's, he's really good so fast and so strong and that's why you haven't seen colin saunders colin yeah, saunders is inactive for has been a healthy inactive for like because, the past six seven eight weeks because Derek naughty and mike pinnell are trusted more with the run stopper duties which is more of what colin is yeah and Chris Jones and Tershawn Wharton are destroying people in the middle of that line on the pass side. Yep. And then you have Dana Okafor Clark on the edges and you got and your rotation you. Yeah. and passing, you know, you got your rotation who blocked. I thought he got his finger on it, but I didn't say it. Nobody had really said anything. And then shout out to our boy June who got mentioned by the Casey star in, yeah. uh, in his tweet today for, cause K pass, uh, quote tweeted and said i told you i touched it yeah he definitely got a finger on it once you like the the replays and the that makes a lot more sense out. now yeah it makes a lot more sense start that ball just said 
I was like, oh, that's an odd trajectory for that to take, <laughs> but I didn't see it live, and yeah. it's because he literally got his literally, pinky yeah, on it. He, and he tore into that backfield. K-Pass has been really good on, on the field goal unit, surprisingly. He's been yeah, he's blocked man. a couple. I He's been... Everybody's banging on Tobe earlier this year about how his special teams have been performing. Yeah. Guys, rookies. Yeah, there are a lot of rookies out there. Guys, he's rookies everywhere. Young guys. It's special teams. It's an every year start over. Just because he's the best to ever do it in the NFL doesn't mean it's going to be perfect in week two. Yeah. But it's pretty good now. It it looks real good now. Kick return for a touchdown a few weeks ago. Yeah. Blocks. They're executing their fake. I mean, yeah, it's get more been... fakes for Tommy. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about this offense because it, yeah, cause it, it seems like the, the defense game, is good and the special teams is good. It in the Falcons wrong game with the was, offense? was not. Now, I, I have my theories, but I'm going to let you go first. All right, so obviously the offense didn't play great. 17 points. I believe that was a career low for Patrick Mahomes. Um, While healthy, yes. Yeah. Because the Colts game was 13 and that was when he had like half an ankle right yeah but so it was just my theory on it is a couple things obviously the offensive line is pretty banged up um now we got mike remmers back this week so i mean that was a plus but i mean it's just it's just so banged up at this was point it? was it a plus yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't a minus i feel like it's, let me rephrase that i don't think rimmers played poorly I think Wiley was better at right tackle than he was at right is he than he is at right and with guard. Newski, and Wisniewski in there and was probably Newski is a, a lot better, better right guard yeah. than Wiley is. So whether you, I I think you have to figure. I don't out know if why they're not Wiley more at right tackle or Rimmers more at right tackle, but I think you have to move. I think Wisniewski Wiley needs either to be starting. out of the lineup Wisniewski. or over to right tackle. Yeah, and have. And and here's the other part. If Fisher's not healthy, we may see that because Rimmers may go to the left side, and then it will be Wisniewski and Wiley on the right. Yeah, I would. I think Wisniewski definitely needs to be starting. But overall, I think Patrick Mahomes himself said it best. That it was just not a great game for Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he was just missing on a lot of plays. There were a couple overthrown, a couple underthrown. Just there's a lot of synchronization issues. I feel like with the receivers, like especially Miko, and him didn't have hit a they few were... uh, missed routes. And, and and he and it seemed and he talked about it. You said it. He talked about it. Yeah, I mean he admitted it. He was off. Mm-hmm. He was making. He said he was making the wrong reads. And well, know. he he made a throw we haven't seen since or we haven't seen or heard about basically since training camp of his rookie of his second season. Yeah, uh, that throw to that linebacker. I was or that slant to Kelsey that got picked off on the goal line that Tyreek made the rundown on. Yeah, that was just a. He just didn't see. Didn't him. see him at all, which is. I, I don't think I've ever seen him just not yeah just see not the see the guy like that especially and in a long and if i have it's been a long time like maybe a little bit against the patriots at some points but like never to where he just threw it right to yeah that pick was definitely her. strange because even i mean there was definitely pressure coming in the pocket but he didn't need to throw it that fast he just it seemed like well, he wanted to force it to kelsey and i actually think he should have thrown it sooner he double pumped and he moved his feet twice in the, on that play and if he throws that on time, I think it's probably there, but I think he threw it late because he was feeling, and this is where I think a lot of the offensive struggles come from. It's what we started with. That offensive line up the middle is bad. Grady, Grady Jarrett was Yeah, Grady Jarrett was eating. having a day, which is not good. He was hitting Mahomes too many times for my my liking. Uh, 
he got smoked a couple of times and i was oh, come on now yeah and, and i'm really and, and i know and Ryder obviously wasn't 100 because he got he came out for some snaps and and yeah kilgore came in kilgore came in yeah i the offensive line is going to be interesting to see what they do this week with the chargers let's put it that way but i think yeah so to, to answer the simple part of what i think is wrong with the offense in the last couple of games my thing is it's it's three parts and we've touched on two of them i I think the lack of trust in the O-line and the poor O-line play is hand-in-hand, one-in-one, but he, he doesn't trust the middle of that. He's drifting like you saw him a little while at some points. Mm-hmm. Last year, he did that little drift thing when they had yeah. some trouble in the middle. He's done that a couple times this season, too. And and But he corrects it, so I'm not too worried about it. Um, And he's going to have plenty of time to correct it because... Yeah, he's got a couple weeks off now. I highly... I, if Chad Henney does not earn at least a portion of that paycheck that we send him every week other than his backup QB duties this is the game to play him in because yeah. you're not playing Travis yeah I think they'll definitely play it or start he limped off the field last any. week you're not playing Travis yeah. you're not playing Ty- you're not playing Tyreek no. he's been nursing a hamstring you're not playing Sammy definitely God, playing not playing Sammy, Sammy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's probably not be playing because he not was playing Clyde. The end. Yeah, Clyde was not playing up. Le'Veon. So it's gonna be a Daryl Williams, not playing Mitch. Darwin Thompson game. Not playing Mitch. You're yeah, likely not, not playing, playing Eric. He's probably not gonna be playing. They might oh. just bring out Ryder for Kilgore and. Why on planet Earth would Patrick Mahomes touch the football field? He wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. But- so I, I think... The offensive line, I I hope they try a few things this week with different alignments for different guys. I'd like to see Durant. You see Durant. I'd like to see him in. I mean, he I know he got a little I bit of play. I think you'll see him at left tackle. Yeah, I know he got a little bit of play when uh when uh Remmers went down a couple weeks he ago. He did he did not have a good time. Well he didn't but, have a bad time, I think. Uh I feel uh, like it was definitely a little he I mean, had for, a, some, for an undrafted he had some rookie, he had being, some good pass blocks, and then he had some absolute wee. Well, for an undrafted rookie being thrust in there, I think it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Ryan Hunter from last year, where it was twelve steps and twelve consecutive losses with a zero point zero grade, and a, I didn't even. I don't know. I like the shooter, man. I think he'll do. I think he'd be really good. Uh, I want to see more from him. Definitely. I I think he has potential, but I, I think he's the swing tackle. Maybe Lucas Niang is your future once he comes back from the opt-out list well who even knows or at least who they're going to try to do future yeah. with i don't know i'd like to, i just i just really would like to see you see durant get i will and we'll break that time. part down who i think we're going to see in this week here but yeah. the offense is and then the third part of the offense is andy and that game against the falcons other after they ran that fourth and one or fourth and three, Sammy, the, yeah. the 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 motion to the direct snap to the Mahomes to yeah. the Sammy to the to the interception, whatever all that was. <laughs> yeah, it was not very good. There was nothing 
in that playbook. Like they did nothing we haven't seen before. They put nothing else on tape. It, that it, was the it, most it very bleh yeah. game plan play call wise. And Andy said, I do better play calling. I don't think he really, I think he, and, and everybody's like, Oh, they're not sandbagging plays. Come on guys. He's we're, they're doing stuff on purpose. He's never not has a plan. This man is always doing things on purpose. They're going to do some variations off all these different formations. They've been doing all year long that we've never seen before in the playoffs and everybody's going to lose their minds. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. He's coming off. I mean, Andy Reid coming off a bye. I mean, he's going to have some good plays drawn up. Bye. Don't get you wrong. Bye. Bye. Well, I mean, he's not game planning for the Chargers. Well, he still has to play the well, game. Well, he's game planning for the Chargers yeah, in the sense to, of he still has to play. Hey, we're going to do the Alex he Smith let, offense. I mean, he might just let Eric Bieniemy call the whole thing. To be honest, could, could, and I might as well. Yeah, might as well. See, give him some. Some uh, hey, Eric, more play. Calling. This whole thing is yours. It's like, hey, Eric, you're gonna be a head coach next season. Here you go. This, this is whole what, thing this is what yours. What you got? You got Chad Henney and a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of. You got Byron and D Rob uh, and Pringle or and uh, Dieter and Dieter. Yeah, you got Dieter. Mm-hmm. Maybe we see Fortson and that Kemp. That would be cool if they. Well, Kemp's. Uh, oh, I guess Kemp's in Miami. Yeah, he's gone, unfortunately. Uh, Fortson and God, who else is on that receiver uh, court hiding in the back on the practice squad? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. Is Maurice French still on the on the team? Ah, uh, he might be. I'd have to go look back through. I don't know. The practice roster is expanded. Oh, I think and they, they got might all have kinds of dudes. Chad Williams. They got all kinds of guys because the practice so, roster is bigger because the COVID list and yeah, all that. I'm thing. really and, curious to see though, and you know, we have to wait until someone really breaks it down. But I'm I'm curious to see what the Falcons were doing in coverage because it seemed like no one was open. And I mean, half of that's probably the play calling, but it seemed like the Falcons were just playing really good really good coverage against the team i have i haven't gone back and to watch the 22 yet i'm part way through it but to me they played the game probably their best game on defense yeah in a couple I was, of years. everyone was saying coming into it, and i haven't really well, that's, watched that's their the defense last ranked defense much. in the nfl yeah i haven't really much. watched their defense that much but everyone was saying hey, this is the last ranked defense what's going on but they weren't playing like the last ranked defense out there uh, they've gotten better again that's not a four and 11 team they they're much better than their record states they've lost a lot of close games this year yeah. they've gone through a coaching change mid-season they they not with their best wide receiver they're not with they have some guys out on the on the offensive line they had some guys out in the second on the defense it's it's not a that is not a 4 and 11 football team no so um i i don't think they were doing anything necessarily absurd on the back end i do think bob sutton being there is interesting yeah, the bob sutton maybe it was just a bob sutton curse you know well, he's a cursor. He's extraordinarily familiar with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he I was mean, the DC in 2018. Yeah, but he was also, the DC in 2017 while Mahomes was there for a year. Yeah, but also maybe that should probably work vice versa. And not if you're not trying Bob to Sutton go out. Sucks. Well, Andy, so. Andy. Okay, I know nobody likes to talk about we 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 discussed this, but Andy does things where he's like, oh yeah, I don't really want to make that guy look bad. No, I'm not saying that's what took place here because the offensive line struggled. Yeah, it didn't seem. Didn't and seem that's like a lot of it. Easy. it the offensive like line struggled. struggled. He struggled because he was feeling pressure when there wasn't. There were sometimes watching it live. I was like, "Why aren't you stepping up to throw the ball in the pocket or just taking I know. It off he's like just, you normally he's just do?" Taking off, which is and 
I mean, taking off, not taking off out of the pocket to like run, stepping up in the pocket and then taking off to run, not rolling out to do something crazy and try to fit one in somewhere. And then you had guys that like Travis had one he normally catches. Tyreek had a couple he normally catches. No, I don't think think Kelsey dropped any of them. I don't think he had the diving one on the ramp on the rollout that hit him in the hands that he even got up off one knee and like looked up like, man, I should have had that. I don't even remember him dropping one. I thought he was pretty sure handed. But I, feel he, like... I wouldn't say it was necessarily a drop. I mean, in the NFL, the rule I've always run with is if, if you're a receiver or tight end, which you can call him both, if the ball hits you in the hands, especially in both hands, you're supposed to catch it. And, I mean, he was diving, but it de- it's definitely a catch he normally makes. Now, well, to be fair, it seemed like a lot of Mahomes' balls were not – on target that perfectly game. accurate no he looked like he was a little bit hurried a little bit off a little bit just or not dialed in like normal i don't like i said i don't i don't think we'll see that again i think you're gonna see him go into the lab over the couple of weeks he's got look at the tape look at the film they his his grind is un is unregistered yeah and, and i think they're gonna ra- just rave he'll everybody that was talking about oh we need to play the starters and get them in rhythm guys no no, this team needs rest. They've played more football than anybody else in the last two years, maybe three years. Yeah, because I mean, the only maybe. two teams that would have a claim on that would be the Rams and the Patriots, if I'm not or I'm not mistaken, right? Most football, yeah, I guess, yeah, the most football. Well, what are you talking about? 2018, we went to the AFC Championship game. Right. What two teams went farther? The Rams, the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Well, 2019. We went and won the Super Bowl and played the Niners. So neither of those teams went anywhere close to that far. And if I'm not mistaken, the Rams didn't make the playoffs last year. Nope. And the Patriots were a first-round exit. Yep. That means we played more games than them over that two-year period. And now, entering this point, we're even with games played. So we've played more football than anybody else has in the last three seasons. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I feel you on that. But maybe we just go on a season-by-season basis, you know, and – think about i mean i think like this season pittsburgh for example probably has probably they, has a lot of a lot of games played having not really had well, a bye week but you know they have the I same you. number of games played they just had some weird adjustment fragmentations yeah. to their bye weeks which is unfortunate but that's also why they're instituting their own bye week and we're gonna see mason rudolph's cleveland reunite reunite with uh, with Miles Gary, Miles yeah. Garrett. The good old, the good old I reunion. Just hope everybody keeps helmets on and nobody gets <laughs> says not nice words and yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it's overall, be interesting. Like I said, I the Falcons game is more to me of a they just needed to win the game and that's basically what they yeah, did. Yeah, the Falcons game to me was just kind of like uh, it was because we didn't need to win the game obviously, but it was one of those games where it's like. Just win it, you know. Just go ahead, get the win. You know, it wasn't the cleanest win, but it was a little bit of a wake-up call. And now we have, you know, basically two bye weeks to, uh, you know, get back to it and get prepared and and uh, get some new plays out of and get things, get all the the chemistry issues figured out in offense. I think I think if once this team is remotely healthy on offense, especially the offensive line, yeah, I don't I. Buffalo is the if you have to pick a threat. 
threat in the AFC. Yeah. That's that's the, the that extent. We already, the threat that we already dominated earlier in the season. Yeah. Uh, and they're not the same football team and yada yada yada, but uh, everybody says that. Yeah, but we're I, also not the same football team, say, you know. There's there's two yeah. different football teams there now. That's great and all. However, the thing with Buffalo is everybody talks about schedule when it comes to us. Oh, look at Buffalo's schedule. Uh, that looks I, awful I, a lot like a soft Patriots schedule everybody used to talk about well, I mean, when they played basically no one because they're divi- – now, Miami is much better than they have been before, but that's basically the Patriots being good and the Bills being decent. Yeah. Or the Patriots being good and the Dolphins being decent. So – uh, and then you factor in the part where they, the only team that they really, really destroyed is a team that we know doesn't have a very good defense. Yeah. So and if like... it's, they, they have a lot of, and we're probably going to have some uh, negativeness from our Titans podcasts on this network, but they remind me a lot of the Ravens with a little bit better passing attack, but not a lot. A little bit. And it's only better sometimes. And yeah. it's only really better when the play action pass is working with Derrick Henry, because otherwise it just doesn't seem to work as well. The AFC is definitely it's definitely the Chiefs in the top tier, and then everyone else. So it's kind like of I, said, thing. I, I think Buffalo's the nearest of the top competitors, but yeah. I if you have to ask me if I'm taking the Chiefs to the field, I'm taking the Chiefs in the AFC. Well, we can't I'm probably even, taking the Chiefs in the league. Yeah, we can't even play Buffalo. If you look at the playoff season, we can't even play Buffalo in the division Until round. Until the championship. Yeah, so we can game. only play in the conference. So in the division round, we're going to get either Miami, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, or Baltimore. Yep. And four of those teams have a win in your end scenario. Colts got to win and then have one of those teams lose to get in. Yeah. So there's a whole this weekend will tell us a lot, but I don't know how much it's going to tell us about the Chiefs because you're going to see a hodgepodge of backups and young guys and players that just need more snaps. And it's it's going to be fun, but. I think we'll get more into the Chargers and stuff later in the week because um, we plan on being back with you guys this week. We also yeah. plan on having a uh, – maybe trying to have a guest for you guys. Yeah, we'll we're going to try to get gonna, a couple guests on for this week. Gonna, next week is going to be a, couple, pretty, a, little, a little bit more boring to have uh, Chiefs content to talk about. So we're going to try to fill the void with some other stuff to talk about as well because, you know, B-17, probably not going to learn much from it. And then there's the week. bye week, obviously. Yeah. Bye week. No, card, we won't know until week. the end of the wild card. Yeah. Who, who we're playing? Who we're so. even playing? So we got we got a couple weeks here to kind of some time do to some kill. different things, talk about some stuff. We will probably be discussing more who we expect to see in this Chargers game. Mm-hmm. Um, f- some key guys to kind of look at and pay attention to. It'll be interesting to see if Dorian O'Daniel's healthy enough yeah, to play. That would be interesting. One um. To see. You know, Willie Gay, Juan Thornhill. So we'll get into yeah. we'll get into some of that. I, I I think the interesting conversations there are going to be centered around guys like Sneed and Wharton and what they do with guys that why well, they obviously can't sit everybody, but right. they got to sit. They got to they're going to have to sit some of these guys because you can't you yeah, can't risk some of these side, pieces. I mean, I feel like on the defensive side, maybe just Chris Jones, Frank Clark. Mm. Well, you're not going to see Hitch, and you're not going to see yeah, Damian Wilson. See Hitch. Yeah, so it's probably just gonna probably be... not going to see Neiman. So it's yeah. probably going to be the same linebackers. Probably so it's probably going to be which I'm not really too mad about. Harris, Cobb, Cobb and, and Gay. Yeah, Gay. I Maybe. hope not in that order, please God. Hey, I mean Amari Cobb. He was 
I think on his no. first snap, uh, on his first snap, I remember watching it distinctly. On his first snap after the play, he was just like barking at someone on the on the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Like the first snap, he was already jawing with someone. So you know, I like I, the energy. I just, I just and he's wearing fifty nine. It's a good number for Willie Gay's sake because we like got the, if that's if that's what happens and Willie still doesn't get the a majority of the snaps with those guys in a, well, in a game that means Darius nothing. Harris will probably still get the most snaps. I know. I know. Unfortunately. I, I don't. I, I like again, Darius Harris. I, I wish they would just. Darius Harris. I understand that, but I, he's not likely part of the future. Yeah, he could be though, Kyle. All of these guys could be part of the future. You never know. Week seventeen is gonna be a very important week for the future. This very is basically four week. preseason games rolled into one. Yeah, just roll it all into one, tie it in a bow, and uh, there you go. Go play Justin Herbert. Have and fun a with defense, Justin Herbert. And a defense that gives your offense problems when everybody's playing. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's any given Sunday. Did you see that we're underdogs at home? No. According to Vegas? I doubt that. There's no way we can. Oh, we're three and a half point dogs, I believe. I wouldn't bet. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't take that bet. I don't I don't love that bet if like I almost I think if the Chargers are probably like, Oh god, did you have to make us? Yeah, favorites? it's like, oh my god, like we already have everything else working against us. I mean, have you seen us play this year? <laughs> just find ways to lose games. But that Oakland they're not Oakland, God. I know. Bad I'm sorry, Raiders fans, all fifty of you or whatever there are. Um you're now in Vegas. My apologies. Anywho, that game was just a battle of who didn't want to win that game. Yeah, they did not. Oh. Neither of them wanted to win the game. Like that was just not good at all and i know that's next level analysis there but if you watched any of that game i'm sorry for one you have i'm you suffered and i apologize but for two they were just trying not to win that game both teams openly down the stretch it was like a contest between gruden and anthony lynn on who could make more bad decisions in a row yeah yeah chargers are three and a half points favorites that's wild in kansas city <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Vegas knows something we don't. Maybe, uh, maybe we're gonna be playing with a whole practice squad O line. You know. Well, I mean, we've kind of been doing that all season for a lot of it. We've got some backups in lots of places. Oh come on, Nick Allegretti's great. I don't have any problem with Allegretti. I actually think he's been the best guard we've had all year. Yeah, well, that's not saying much because the only other competition is Andrew well, Wiley. Really, so. let me rephrase that. Before Ko went down. Or after KO went down, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Since since KO's departure due to knee injuries, he's been the Both best guard. Multiple knee injuries, yeah. I I think they resign KO if he's still if he's still going to play if he's still down to play. I think they resign him. That for dude next was season. in the weight room like forty eight hours after he with just. And it seems first like of he's all, got really good chemistry those, with the team. Like he's those knee braces he was wearing are definitely <laughs> not knee braces, kids. Yeah. Just in case you haven't seen that photo, go find that photo. Those are not knee braces. Most of us put our whole arm in that. Yeah. So I just real quick to wrap this, I want to get your take on the uh, MVP <clears throat> conversation that's been taking place because Mahomes is is done at this point. Like, yeah, unfortunately, it does seem like Mahomes is done. Which, to be honest, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan, so I can't really be too mad about it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has played really good this season, so you know, hats off to him. Mahomes is going to get a lot more. I mean, this is not going to be the last time Mahomes is in the MVP conversation. It's kind of one of those things we were talking about it off camera, off air. Uh, it's basically, you know, the the Patrick Mahomes award. You know, it's everyone, 
everyone tries to win the award that you know Mahomes automatically should get because he is the best player in yeah. football. Shout out to uh, shout out to Radio Eight Ten again there. I think one of their one of their hosts coined the Patrick Mahomes Award yeah. phrase or whatnot. Or no, maybe it, I take that back. I believe it was ESPN Greeny. I believe it's Mike Greenberg on ESPN. I think it that was said him. They should yeah, call actually, it the Mahomes Award. Yeah, I think it was him. Um, I mean, it's yeah, you know, maybe it's a little so, egregious, but so the, I, the thing with me is on the on the MVP front is I think. We everybody loses track because oh, there's just so many weapons in Kansas City. Okay, yeah, but I, I saw a tweet today from yeah. I believe, and I'm not I'm not here to hate on you, Will, but Will Blackman tweeted something about something about switching switching spots. If with, you switch quarterbacks, Rogers could ball out with the Chiefs. I think he also or, mentioned the Bills too, and the Bills swapping. But Josh if you Allen put or Allen Rangers. or Mahomes in Green Bay, could they do it? And I'm like, yeah, is Devontae like, Adams dead? Yeah, and also Aaron Jones is way better. Did Aaron Jones fall in a hole and never still come have out a, again? They still have a top five tight end and Robert Tunney. They have a number. They have the number one offensive line. Yeah, in the NFL. And they have some real dudes in the backfield too. So I mean, it's not like Aaron Rodgers is playing with a bunch of schlubs out there. Well, that's and that's where they, everybody loses me with the argument is they've put up similar numbers, and and I would I would say of if I had to pick whose game who had the worst game of the two in a game in a big game because everybody can say whatever the heck they want. That yeah. game against the Tampa Bay, the Bucks, where. He got mauled. Yeah, and they only scored like three points the whole game. It's like if we're having to pick who had the worst one-off one game of the season. Yeah, his game to determine your MVP. Mahomes didn't look, didn't play great in the Falcons game, but he didn't finish with a negative. He didn't finish below EPA. Yeah, he finished as an average game, and they won the game, and they didn't get blown out. And he still never lost a game by more than a possession, and it ain't because of his defense most of the time. The Falcons, yes, and some of the games last year, yes, but that Oakland game, heck, they get two calls that aren't horrendous that don't go against them. They win that game too, and we're talking about an undefeated season. Yeah, that would be pretty nice to be talking about an undefeated. And season. then there may be a re- week seventeen, or yeah, at least then they're really the half <laughs> of yeah. week seventeen. Yeah, that would be so tough if we were I, 16. I, like I said, uh, if you're going to make me pick an MVP and make me look down the resumes and the resumes are pretty similar and I have to go look at what, what it really boils down to, well, who had the worst, worst performance this year? Rodgers, and it really wasn't that close. They got mopped, and he played terribly. It's definitely a fair. I mean, definitely you're not wrong. And that was a huge game because that had – at that time, that was one seed implications. It's the Bucks and the Saints and the Packers all in the race for the one seed, and two of those teams held on to that race. Right. One of them did not. <laughs> Tampa's going to squeak in because, you know, the NFC is bad. Bad. But, hey. Yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to get MVP thoughts because at this point uh, – oh, and – Kelsey is offensive player of the year. I don't even know. Who I, I don't even know. I don't, that, that award basically isn't even real at this point. Like, who even who even wins? Does people even win that award anymore? I feel like uh, it's usually another quarterback uh, yeah, that didn't pretty, get the MVP vote. I feel like that award is just stupid. It really it needs to be Kelsey because he's having one of the greatest seasons of of any player. He's had not the greatest tight, tight end. end season ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not not to mention the greatest tight end season, but I mean, he's having one of the greatest five, seasons ever. Five for straight. Any player. 
fifth straight thousand yards, second time, second straight, and second time with second player with a hundred. I saw some or only on player with a hundred, only tight end with a hundred. I saw I see one stat on Twitter where the receiving leaders for like the past three years combined it goes <laughs> Hopkins yeah. and then Kelsey. Like Kelsey's yeah. literally second. Tyree Kill is fourth. Yeah, he's it's, so it's like uh. There's there's seven thousand seventy five hundred yards between <laughs> Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill on the top over the last three years on the top receiving charts. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, Travis Kelsey and he trails number one by like five yards. Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty close behind. So I saw that stat earlier, and now that you mention it, yes, it's yeah. just bonkers. It's just bonkers. So and and I know that Darren Waller's agent's trying to get him a contract. <laughs> I know all y'all saw that tweet. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. I know everybody has tried to hate on the man, whether it was Patriots fans forming a narrative when it was Gronk, and whether it's Niners fans and Kittle, and whether now it's Vegas and the like, – stop. He is – I wish people would just be able to sit and watch and appreciate greatness. Just – it's okay. That's what it's we're okay doing. If, we, it's, if something's incredible and you've never seen it before, it's fine. It's okay to say it. That's what we're doing over here. We're sitting back and, and enjoying greatness. Say it again and say it again and say it again. Hey, I get it. <laughs> I get what you did there. All right. Anyways, guys, that'll nice be it. Nice to see you catch up. That'll uh, be it for it. episode one. This is, you know, this is a great episode one. I think. I think this is what really won for the books. What do you think, Kyle? Nice way to get started. Nice way to get back and see everybody and start out at our nice shiny new home and yeah. get going again. So, and now we'll get ready for the Chiefs to put it in neutral for two weeks. Yeah. So thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. You can find us on – where can you find us? Are we going to upload this to YouTube, yeah? Huh? I mean, probably should. Probably should, huh? But you can find us at uh, Kingdom Says Pod on Twitter, and I believe that's the same thing on Instagram. Yep. And pretty sure you can find us the same place on Facebook. Facebook, too, yeah, and, and find yeah. us on any podcasting platform that you listen if you, to. If you find us on one of those, there should be a little link that's a contact in bio. It should yeah, take, you take you to everything. literally every everything place you need, you need to go to follow us. Everything you need us. to listen to us, to follow us, to watch us, just go ahead and click on it, you know? Just mm-hmm. join and the then, party. And make sure, you go, make sure you go drop the Say It Again Network a follow also. That way you can keep track of everything going on over there. Cause a lot of great stuff going it's, on there. It's not just sports. It is a bunch of sports, and it's all kinds of sports. But it's not just sports. We got all kinds of stuff for you guys. So <laughs> head on over. Check out the network. Check out the site. Check out the Twitters and socials. Drop us questions. Like, rate, and review. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, look forward to talking to you later this week, and maybe we'll have a guest for you guys. We'll see. We're going to try. We're going to try some things here. So, Yep. So that'll be it. See you guys later. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment.
People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.